I'm finally ready to take charge of my life. Use my fear as fuel for taking action and making this the very best year of my life to date. And then get ready to charge large. Charge premium prices. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six- to seven-figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six- to seven-figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou, and we are doing another one of our exciting Thought Leader Nuggets. This is Thought Leader Nugget number 44. But before we get into it, I need to talk about what's going on in the world today, what's going on in my home province of Ontario. Doug Ford, our premier, who I used to consider a friend, um, has just declared a state of emergency and is threatening to impose severe fines, $100,000 fines, and a year-long jail sentence on anybody who's protesting with the trucker convoy for freedom. This is honestly a move that I thought would be unthinkable in Canada. These folks in the trucker convoy are fighting for all our freedoms. They have the right to fight for our freedoms. They have the right to be heard. The government at the provincial level, at the federal level, at the local level, here where I live, all levels of government have been acting in a tyrannical fascist fashion. A a marriage of corporate and government is the very definition of fascism. And that appears to be what's happening here right now. And Doug Ford, what he's done today is meant to intimidate pure and simple. It's an intimidation tactic. It's scary. And I'm here to tell you, I'm a little scared by it. But I'm also here to tell you that I've got resolve. I've got resolve to push forward and stand up for freedom. And I'm encouraging you to do the same. The only way these tyrants are going to stop is if all of us say, enough, enough. We want to get back to normal. We are done with you telling us how to live. We are done with you forcing us to wear a a covering on our face or force us to have uh, some sort of health inoculation that we don't necessarily want to have. I am not against either one of those things. I I, I am against face coverings for sure, but I'm definitely not against inoculations and vaccines. I've taken vaccines and I believe vaccines are valuable. And I think that many people in Canada have chosen to do this. And for them, you know, that decision is appropriate. I'm not going to reveal my own decision because I don't think it's anybody's business. But I will tell you this, it's appropriate for people to have the freedom to decide what they're going to do. And it is not appropriate for the government to tell us how to live to tell us what we get to inject in our own bodies. Our body, our choice. No to vaccine mandates, no to mask mandates. Okay, that's what we're saying here. All right, getting back to the episode here. Chapter 12 in my book is entitled Charging Premium Prices. And I want to tell you, charging premium prices is something I want to talk about in a big way today. So I've got a quote here for you. This is a quote from the great John Wayne, and it's appropriate given what I just shared at the beginning of this podcast, what I opened the podcast up with. And the quote goes like this, courage is being scared to death and saddling up anyway. God knows that's how I feel these days. John Wayne. So, you know, you got to be thinking to yourself. 
Do you actually spend time in nature? Because I go take walks on the boardwalk. I'm doing the program 75 hard right now. And I go for strolls on the boardwalk. And it's fun when I see someone walking their dog. It's fun when I see somebody really being up there and out there hand in hand with their better half and gazing lovingly into each other's eyes. It's a beautiful thing. It makes me think about my beautiful lady, Teresa, and, and taking a walk like that with her. And one of, my, one of my friends, the great Robin Sharma, he's a man that I've been mentored by and a man that I've mentored in particular areas of his life, has said to me that you need to spend time in nature. It'll take away the pressure and noise of daily life and it'll cleanse your soul. And if you do this on a daily basis, you're going to be able to create a mindset of victory a heart set of healing, that's one of his phrases, heart set, a health set of vitality, another one of his phrases, and a soul set of serenity. Now, being in nature is a secret to a long and happy life, one full of achievement, passion, love, and health. Whatever else you do, you must take time to be in nature daily. It's the way to a happier and better life. Quieting all the distractions of daily life allows you to hear God's murmured messages of love and encouragement and tune into your soul's wise inner knowing. Remember this now and always. For me right now, I'm hoping you're thinking this is it. I'm finally ready to take charge of my life. I'm finally ready to get past all that ego-based blather that's in my head. Those chattering monkeys that keep repeating the same tired tropes that have always been stuck, have had me stuck living a life that I detest. One that has me slowly lose faith in the beauty and majesty of my dreams. Okay. Maybe you're thinking I'm scared, but I'm not going to let that stop me. I'm going to use my fear as fuel for taking action and making this the very best year of my life to date. My time is now and I am ready. That's a quote from the great Paul Turow. Okay. Use all this to get you in the best headspace, soul space that you can possibly be in. And then get ready to charge large, charge premium prices. Now, maybe you're feeling a resistance rising within you. Maybe you don't quite even know why, because charging and making more money is definitely something you understand, at least intellectually, you agree with it. But this resistance to this concept is strong, and it's getting stronger by the second, right? And if you're experiencing this resistance to this idea, good, because that's what makes you human, right? And how can I tell? Well, because <laughs> I face that resistance too. Resistance in this case is not a feeling. One of the top thought leaders in the world when it comes to creativity and writing is Stephen Pressfield. I had the privilege of doing a program with him in September 2019. He's written four books on the subject of resistance. The War of Art, Turning Pro, Do the Work, and Nobody Wants to Read Your Shit. And he says that resistance is a part of us, the part of us that doesn't want us to get past being stuck, being mediocre and comfortable. It's the part of me that talks me out of making sales calls when that's what I need to do daily to grow my business. It's the part of me that tells me I can skip writing today and make it up tomorrow. Resistance is insidious. It never goes away. Just when I think I have it licked, it finds another way to throw a monkey wrench into the works and stops me dead in my tracks. Or at least it really slows me down. And the only way to beat resistance is to recognize that it exists and that there are no permanent victories over it, just day-to-day -day ones. I get up every single day and resistance begins its onslaught on my dreams, my intentions for the day, and my willpower. And make no mistake about it, 
the son of a bitch wins often. So all those times that I've set my alarm for 5 a.m., but I talk myself into staying in bed, that's resistance that's fighting and winning that battle. That's not really me. The me with a capital M. That's right. Resistance is what has me sleep in instead of workout, eat chocolate cake instead of a salad when I'm trying to lose weight, and go on social media instead of making sales calls and sales appointments. Resistance is one tough, crafty, sneaky foe. And you need to be aware that resistance is out to beat your ass and it will never, ever, ever stop. It's like the Terminator. It will not stop till it kills your ambition dead. And you need to be aware of it and you need to be ready to fight back against it each and every day. And if you haven't picked up and read some of Pressfield's book, go do it now. The ones that I've referenced before are the ones to start with. He's, he's also a great novelist, and I recommend you read his novels too. They're awesome, but start with The War of Art, okay? But let me go back to what I was saying. You got to charge premium prices. Many aspiring thought leaders are afraid to charge what they're truly worth. They're just afraid because they think they're going to lose business or their clients are going to go elsewhere. Now, if you're new to the game, right? Then maybe you're afraid you're not even going to get any clients. Okay. And if that's you, what you're really saying is you don't believe in your own value. Did I just jolt you back in your seat? Like you've been struck by a physical blow. Holy moly. You're thinking to yourself, that crazy man, Nikki, he's right. It's okay. I've been there. Okay. My lovely better half, Teresa, has been there. Virtually every successful thought leader in business has been there. Learning to see your own value is part of the journey, okay? And the only way to get there is to not see your own value at one point along the way. Whew. Man, I'm glad I said that. It makes me feel, even myself, like less of a loser. Not that I think I'm a loser because I'm not a loser and you're not a loser. In fact, you're anything but a loser. You're a hero. You're that brave misfit who has a dream and is willing to act to bring it to life. That's not the stuff that losers are made of. Trust me on this. You're a winner. But winners have doubts and fears, and sometimes these doubts and fears can be debilitating. My job here is to help you understand that these doubts and fears are not really a reflection of who you are, and they're part of the process. The difference between A winner and a loser is that the loser will let these mental monsters stop him in his tracks and a winner will not and will keep going. Now, maybe you're thinking to yourself, okay, but but I'm new. I've never done this for anybody. If by this you mean you've never sold a company, a consulting or a coaching contract to help them and their people for example, their salespeople to get access to C-suite decision makers in minutes, hours, or days versus weeks, months, or never, then I agree with you. Maybe you've never done that before. But what you have done, maybe, is you've worked for a major corporation. And on their behalf, you've gotten meetings with C-suite decision makers, and you've been able to convince those folks to do business with your company. And that's very valuable expertise that you can point to and charge for accordingly. I'm right. Okay, you do have an expertise and it does solve a very real problem. Lots and lots of people and organizations face and that problem 
in some cases can be the single most important problem that that organization is facing. So if you offer a program for salespeople, the single most important problem a major sales-driven organization is facing is in the prospecting stage of the sales process, solving them that problem so they can get more prospects onto their calendar can help a company add millions of dollars to their annual top line revenue. And this is a problem that the leaders of those organizations want to solve and have no real idea how to solve. They are embarrassed and ashamed that despite their exalted position, they're embarrassed and ashamed to admit that they themselves are not able to solve this problem. They can't get into the trenches and solve it. And you've got a solution, right? It's a damn near magic bullet. And you should charge based on the value of that solution and not some pathetic hourly rate driven by your fears and insecurities. Okay? That's the God's honest truth. Remember, if you're truly an expert and you can solve their problem, you must charge large. High prices reassure your clients that you know what you're doing. If you charge too little, you rob your clients of the value of your solution and even of the solution itself solely based on price. You get it now? You got to charge large or you got to forget about it. That's it. That's right. Most coaches, most consultants, most trainers, most solopreneurs, most people in business who charge for their expertise, charge by the hour or by what their competitors charge. And that's going to keep a lid on your income. If you do that, you'll never make what you're truly worth. You'll always be limited by the amount of time you have to work. Instead, charge based on the value of the solution you have to deliver. If you can help your clients land an extra $10 million in gross revenue, and that means $3 million in bottom line profit, then getting, say, 10% of that as your fee is very appropriate. That's $300,000. Yes, it is. But that B is because you brought that company $3 million in profit that they otherwise would not get. Okay. Yeah, when I put it that way, it makes perfect sense, right? But maybe you still feel a bit nervous and queasy asking for that kind of money. And I know how you feel because I felt the same way. But here's what I found is that regardless of my feelings, when I ask for what the solution is actually worth, it's a win-win outcome. The best possible outcome for both me and my client. And at the end of the day, I want my client to be happy and I want to be properly compensated. And I believe that my clients want me to be properly compensated and they want the result that I promise. The value of the result to the client is the right way to charge, right? And you know what I say makes perfect sense. At least intellectually you do, but maybe emotionally you got lots of fears around it. Maybe you're not even sure you understand what these fears are, but they've got something to do with not being good enough, which is the baseline fear we all have and a fear that maybe you're overcharging them and somehow it's not worth it or that it's wrong to do that. And I can get that because I've struggled with a feeling of not being good enough myself. And I used to have a billionaire for a client who had a similar belief. So it's normal for you to have these feelings pop up. They may never fully go away, but when they do pop up, you owe it to yourself to do something about them. Don't just try to stuff them down. Acknowledge them and face them squarely. Your feelings are a fact of life, but they probably shouldn't be in charge of your business decision-making. If you get that, then you can transcend them when they come up and demand your attention. There are also some excellent personal development programs that my sweet Teresa and I have done that deal specifically with helping you overcome these types of feelings. And if you want, you can contact me offline and we can have an offline conversation about them and how they can apply to you. I'm absolutely happy to do that. But for now, just know this. 
Your feelings should be acknowledged, but not given free reign to determine your actions. A, a person who takes counsel of their feelings in these situations leads a screwed up life. Okay, you get it? Good. Charge for your services exactly what they're worth based on the value that they deliver and the heck with your fears and insecurities. You're in charge and they are not. All right. So listen, if this was valuable for you, share it with someone else. If my message of freedom resonates with you, share it with someone else who needs to hear it, who's worried, who's intimidated by all this crap the government's trying to pull in Ontario, in Canada, and elsewhere. Stand up for freedom. Stand up for your own freedom and the freedom of all your fellow citizens. If you're in Canada, if you're in the United States, if you're anywhere, freedom is what matters. Inside every human breast beats the living heart of freedom and a desire to be free. We don't want to be told what to do. So don't let these sons of guns tell us what to do. Don't let them force us to live a life that makes them feel good about having power. Take back your freedom. And stand with the men and women that are standing for your freedom. That wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about the amazing work we do to help business owners like you, go to thethoughtleaderrevolution.com. Check out the show notes. Go to wherever you listen to this podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Audible. Or go to our website, ecircleacademy.com. And if you really need help, get on the phone with me. Don't do this alone. That's the worst thing you can do. Until next time, goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice.